0: Hello and welcome to Castle Rock Critical. Uh, and for once, this isn't one of our Stephen King retrospectives. Woo! No, no, it's not. And that is because Castle Rock Season 2 is very, very close. It's almost here. We can almost touch it. Yeah. You know, don't, I wouldn't touch it. It's very poisoned chalice town, isn't it? Potentially, yes. Yeah. Uh, That is the voice of the other Stephen King enthusiast of the group. Obviously, we all are. But uh, the more learned member of the group in Emma, because she's read all the books, or not all the books. That'd be ridiculous. You've read a lot of the books. I've
1: read a lot, a lot of the books. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure that I will have to be reading even more now that season two is on its way. Yeah.
0: That was the task uh, last season, was you had to go away in between episodes Uh, refresh your mind reread some book chapters read like
1: a machine
0: all for king corner which is a special segment that we have after each episode uh, which details all of the easter eggs that we noticed in in the show and how we think they relate to the over the overarching story and where it might be going yeah now myself and john just recently covered it chapter two yeah so if you haven't had your stephen king fix for a while go check out that film And then go check out our podcast, because it's actually Mm -hmm. a very fun and very scary film. And they did a pretty good job translating the book to the screen in the best way that I think they could. But we are here today to talk about season two details, Emma. Season two details, because we haven't been discussing it much whilst we've been doing these retrospectives. Nope. There has been little bits leaked here and there about what's going to happen, but we finally do have a teaser trailer.
1: And it is exciting.
0: It is exciting. So what we're going to do in this podcast is we're going to talk about some of the details. We're going to go through the teaser trailer. uh, But I thought, first of all, um, we could talk about what the official synopsis released by Hulu is Mm -hmm. uh, for season two. So as we know, if you're joining us for the first time, Castle Rock is the place in which it seems like a lot of Stephen King novels have had uh, a mention of or events have taken place there or characters have been from there. And they were, you know, Stephen King's multiverse, as it were, mm-hmm. all crosses paths with one another. So it lives in the same dimension, you know, as The Shining. And Carrie. And Carrie. And, you know, all of them, to be honest with you. So uh, the town is is a very dark, dark and dreary place. And season one was definitely dark and dreary.
1: And dangerous.
0: Very dangerous. Uh, And we had a great time covering season one, but the, the synopsis for season two is thus. And this is from Hulu. In season two, a feud between warring clans comes to a boil when budding psychopath Annie Wilkes, played by Lizzie Kaplan, Stephen King's nurse from hell, gets waylaid in Castle Rock. Misery arrives October 23rd on Hulu.
1: So excited.
0: So they've taken one of the greatest Stephen King books.
1: And adaptations. And
0: adaptations. And we've covered Misery. I think myself, Gareth and John covered Misery. Yeah. Uh, and you sent us some book notes, which were hilarious, if I remember correctly. I think they were shit. They, they were shit. Yeah. They were very shit. But I love
1: the book. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about this because we I think we've known for quite a while that Annie Wilkes was going to be our, our big focus. And Lizzie Kaplan is a banging choice to play her I think and if you guys have obviously seen the trailer or if you haven't go and watch it now come back in a minute um she she's got it spot on I mean she she just looks like a younger version that the eyes the hair the face of Kathy Bates is Annie Wilkes the thing that's amazing yeah
0: the thing that I think Castle Rock season one did so well was its casting was really good yeah I mean Sheriff Pangborn brilliant don't want to think about chef pangborn because it gets me a bit upset um i wonder if we're going to see an iteration of pangborn in this but we'll come on to that in a bit mm-hmm. but you know the casting was so good i think the casting for this is good we're going to go through the cast as well uh before we uh play the trailer uh, and discuss it with you we're going to have a quick advert break oh. Hello, our lovely listeners of Castle Rock Critical. We are back and we're back with some serious intent now because season two, as I said, is right around the corner. Mm -hmm. We will be covering it just like we did last time. We'll be releasing an episode pretty much a day or so after the episodes aired. Each episode will contain King Corner where we have Easter eggs, spoilers. We will also be having feedback. So if you have any thoughts right now on Castle Rock season two after seeing the trailer, please do get in touch with us. You can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com There's a lot going on here at Fan Critical. We've had a quiet summer, but we have returned um, with a bang let's just big say. Bang. Big Big Bang.
1: Not the Big Bang Theory. Terrible show.
0: Don't watch that Not show. Not covering that. Definitely don't watch that show. Uh, no, we are covering a lot of things. John and Gareth are continuing their worst of Netflix series. They just released uh, the latest one, American Poltergeist. It which is
1: hilarious. It is a
0: great podcast. And they watch the worst things on Netflix, so you don't have to. Emma and Lucy are continuing their mind under coverage.
1: We are. Two Ooh. more episodes to come in the coming weeks. Very exciting. Lots of interesting chat about serial killers.
0: And it is a great show. I mean, if you haven't if you haven't seen Mindhunter, go watch it now. It is high, high class stuff.
1: I mean, it is David Finch at it's, the Finch, so how could it it's not? It's just
0: Finch? incredible. I, I absolutely love season two, so I'm looking forward to listening to that. Mm-hmm. Um Not only that, we're going to be covering The Joker. Yep. You know, the new iteration of Joker with Joaquin, uh, Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Serious Oscar buzz around that. Myself and Gareth are starting a Rick and Morty podcast in November. It's crazy. It's all going on. Walking Dead's coming back.
1: I forced John to come back and do Walking Dead. He said he never would again. And now we're going to be the dashing duo. I'll be
0: in a couple of them.
1: TWD. Bit of Len.
0: Bit of me. It's going to be great. And we've got, you know, Patreon. Patreons are very important to us, our lovely Patreons. And if you want to be a Patreon, all you have to do is go to www.patreon.com forward slash fancritical. And you can choose to donate a certain amount of money and for that money you get extra bonus content. Uh, There's an option to talk to us once a month about uh, shows that you think we should cover or theories about other shows there's an opportunity to commission your own podcast yeah,
1: like Ben you could commission a podcast uh, which is coming up in the next yep. few weeks and actually guest star on one as yep. well so Ben will cool. be appearing
0: on our Walking Dead podcast he he's will also be. commissioned a podcast recently we will, That we will be releasing that very soon as well maybe mm. in the next week or two so there's lots going on here but you know hope you enjoy the content and let's crack on with Castle Rock season 2 trailer breakdown yeah so as i said earlier there has been a teaser trailer a little one we've got hopefully an official trailer coming soon hopefully in the next i'd say i'd say two to three weeks we'd expect an official two minute 30 trailer we've got a one minute 30 trailer which we're going to play right now And when the night is Did you do something, Mom? I'll be looking at the moon.
1: Everything I do.
0: But I see
1: I do to protect you.
0: So, Misery, an integral, integral part of this season. Mm -hmm. As you said, Lizzie Kaplan playing Annie Wilkes. Uh, I was thinking, Emma, in my notes here, I've written this would be set decades before the events of season one. Now, I've seen some things in that trailer that made me think otherwise.
1: Well, I think this is the thing about Castle Rock um, in the it sort of sits in a bit of a sort of a, a timeless moment. And, you know, none of the things, all the books are set really in the seventies, the eighties and the nineties, most of yeah. Stephen King's classics. Yeah. But that doesn't seem to matter in season one. Really. We go back to the eighties a bit, but we're, we're in modern day. So I don't know if they are going to set it decades back or because it looks quite modern.
0: Yeah. Well, we know that we're not, well, as, as far as we there's know, there's Google, man. There was Google in that. There was yeah. Google, there was Google in that.
1: In that, in that trailer.
0: So they've just sort of like brought forward Annie Wilkes's, you know, into the future Annie Wilkes's story, I guess, which is a very interesting concept. You're right. Season one did deal with time very interestingly.
1: Quite loosely, I think. Especially
0: with the whole 27 years and mm-hmm. then, you know, Bill Skarsgård's character appearing and we thought that was linked to it. And you know, there's all these little references and Easter eggs in there with time and stuff. But if they've brought Annie Wilkes's story forward here, I was pretty certain and I'm sure the, the show had even said it, like that they weren't going to be seeing any characters from season one. So now, I've read contradicting
1: yeah. things about this. So right, okay. um, a couple of things that I read today on a couple of sites that you use quite often um, said that it will focus predominantly around the the Annie Wilkes character and uh, the Merrill's and Salem's Lot. That's, that's yeah, a key we'll, part. Yeah, we'll come on to them, yeah. With connections where they're relevant to existing characters from season one. Now, I... If you think about misery as a story, yeah, it's not relevant to time. Right. It doesn't matter. It's a timeless story. It yeah, no, 2019, you, 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 it could be 1989, you, you, you,
0: you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, no, you're There's right. There's not yeah. really
1: anything in that that changes. I was changes. trying to think how
0: technology would have helped our boy uh, well, in this situation. Well, they had phones, situation. just
1: cut the lines turn off the Wi-Fi
0: yeah she could just smash his iPhone exactly I mean it
1: doesn't really make a difference and we're not hearing
0: that story anyway I was just I was just thinking about it as a timeless construct that's Hmm. yeah you're right you're right
1: and I think if you think back to the end of season one you know our our post-season scene was was Jackie Torrance
0: yeah, and which again, the fandom wasn't happy with the with the Jackie Torrance. Thing. It was
1: very hit and miss, wasn't it, with a lot of people? But if you think about The Shining, does that actually have to be in a certain time? No, 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 probably not. A lot not. of them can sit wherever they want. It's a construct that doesn't really matter to the Stephen King multiverse. Mm. So, but this is interesting because it, this is the the kind of misery prequel. This is the the making of Annie Wilkes,
0: yeah. isn't it?
1: Um, does it matter when that happens? I don't think it does.
0: No, probably not. And I think that's a very Interesting and maybe smart decision for them not to go, you know, in a, a, as a sort of seventies, eighties, and, and set it more in the modern day. I'm actually more excited about that now mm. as as a possibility because it also
1: it opens up more possibilities yeah, for the story and the characters because there's so much more that you can do. There's so many things that are advanced and other make it...
0: characters that she can interact with yes. from last season. Maybe who knows?
1: And you know that that's what we're going to get here. I mean, if you go back to the Hulu summary. It's Annie Wilkes is dropped in the middle of, you know, feuding towns. Yeah. So she's dropped in the middle of Castle Rock and yeah. Salem's Lot.
0: So she gets waylaid. So we can assume from this trailer then that we see um, a very, like you said, very good looking Annie Wilkes in terms of a replica, almost a very good young it's Kathy Bates. It's uncanny. Um,
1: Those eyes in that trailer from Lizzie Capman. She looks a bit psychotic, terrifying. doesn't she? But it's perfect.
0: Yeah, It is perfect. But we see her in a car accident mm-hmm. with a daughter.
1: Yeah. So this is interesting because, as far as I am aware, and listeners, please do correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I am.
0: always correct us because we do get things Emma wrong.
1: Because she does fuck things up sometimes. But yes. as far as I am aware, stop fucking things up. Annie no, does not have a daughter, and from yeah. what, what I've read, this is a, a, a shounly construct.
0: Yeah, and I, well,
1: which it's is a good. It's a
0: good construct because
1: it adds another layer.
0: It's uh it's that I what's that what's that syndrome? Is it Munchausen yep. syndrome where, by you, proxy. where you where you overcare for someone and you try to protect them? So let's
1: so munchausen's by proxy is is that, but also that you quite often will either fake ailments or make yeah. your your children or sick, other people sick, sick, sick so, so that you can, you can
0: care for them. Care for them. Yeah. So let's assume that
1: could be an interesting yeah element actually. Good good shout If, then. if you've
0: seen something like um, Sharp Objects, which is a great show, which was on HBO recently watch that. It's got some interesting things. Around munchausen syndrome but um that's where i learned a little bit about it actually okay so use it on the podcast knowledge but <laughs> i'm interested about this car accident because it's very reminiscent of the car accident that our little writer has in in misery yeah um in a sort of wintry sort of main you know town well, it's and carbon
1: copy essentially it's carbon
0: copy it, it looks very brutal she's got a daughter we see her popping the pills and we know that she gets waylaid in castle rock so are we assuming then? that she had this car accident near Castle Rock, uh, has never fully recovered from it, is on lots of drugs to sort of recover from it, and now is staying in Castle Rock, not indefinitely, but for the near future.
1: That's what it seems like to me. I mean, you, you know, you say she's popping pills. It, it looks like she's got a pain medication problem. Yeah. Um, and, you know, th- that car accident is carbon copy of exactly what happens in the book and and in the in the film to James Cairn's character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's an interesting turn. And I wonder how that impacts with the child, with her daughter, whether that has a part of it and whether this is foreshadowing or whether it's just a change in the storyline. I don't know. And I'm interested to see what happens because I don't recall that being a part of her background. Well, the rest of it seems accurate.
0: Well, we know about her background from Misery uh, that she was angel of death yes is that what what her nickname Either was an
1: angel of death or an angel of mercy right um basically she killed patients and she bounced from hospital to hospital killing people yeah
0: um, and they didn't they didn't know it was her for ages and that's why she goes out yeah. of hospitals and then she was then convicted they, they or?
1: did convict her yeah. and that was about i think about eight or nine years before the events misery. of misery yeah um and since then she's been you know a bit of a recluse and a bit bonkers let's be honest so so this is i think the lead up to that so one of the things that we see in the trailer yeah. is the wanted poster Yes. With a picture and the name Annie Wilkes. Which so means I've... that
0: she's going between hospitals or she yeah. has been uh, using an alias or, you know, exactly. on the run, which is maybe why the car crash happens, potentially.
1: Potentially, and potentially that's why she's ended up in Castle Rock. And I think that adds an extra layer of intrigue to this because we don't really know that
0: much about her background.
1: Even in the book, it's not really that detailed. We just know that she went around killing people. Like, yeah. And then she got caught and then she got let off, essentially. Yeah. And then she decided that she'd... um fuck up James Carnes' legs.
0: Ah, oh, the hobbling scene. Ugh. We will release our misery um
1: uh, podcast. Re-release.
0: We're going to re-release it. Yeah, it's it's you know remastered director's cut uh, yep. it's coming out um in a few weeks time in preparation for season 2. Um let's just say John's very excited that misery is the main focus of this season. It's uh, one of my favorites. It's 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 up there as the best adaptation. So we see a couple of other things in the trailer. I want to talk about the wheelchair that rolls out um weird Weird, definite like foresight to like we said, mm. James Kahn's character in, in you know the wheelchair, such a synonymous thing with that film and him just rolling around and trying to like go through the house and it's all very tense and scary.
1: Yeah, I mean it is, isn't it? But I wonder if it links to something else. Whether that's just teasing us and whether there's i know someone else that ends up in a wheelchair or whether that's something from her past or or what it is i don't know but it was creepy wasn't it we're just rolling through the shot and her face i loved it whether that's in the same scene or not just looked weird as fuck
0: well the thing about the season one did so well is it did manage to i'm not going to use the word shoehorn because i don't think it did but it did put a lot of easter eggs in there
1: managed to very subtly segue some eggs
0: yeah, there were, like, how many things were we having in King Corner every week? Oh, like
1: 10, 15 every week, It, it, it was great It was
0: crazy. So there's just, like, even just, like, characters' names, the mention of other yeah. characters, street names, um, shop names. You know, there was this... Every week we had stuff to dissect, which is why this show is so great. So I'm not sure if this is pulling the wool over our eyes a little bit and it's just like, hey, here's an Easter egg. It might just be
1: a nod to us to sh- say, you guys know Misery. Just think about what she did to...
0: I would say we were up there as one of the top podcasts in terms of getting all the references we
1: did pretty well to be fair
0: um you know i was listening to the official podcast and do listen to the official podcast because it's great to get the insight of the of of, you know the directors and cast members and stuff Mm -hmm. but you know they don't necessarily talk about all the references and they were even talking about the references and they missed out like
1: yeah well, loads. I think so they only was... had time
0: to talk about a certain few so it's impo- you know it's nice for us to be able to go through and try and find them basically and
1: that's one of the things i think that apart from the, the show itself that we enjoy the most is going oh did you spot that thing did you spot like you know the little
0: yeah we have a nice little chat the curiosity
1: we? shop is that what i mean i don't know
0: well yeah you do what needful things yeah thank yeah, you.
1: yeah yeah um you know and, and all bits and pieces like that and it just it's really exciting um and, and i love that about this show because it's it's not it's not clunky. It's it really isn't subtle. Clunk. It
0: isn't clunky. I think, you know, season one was do, had an amazing, I think an amazing effect um, on the horror industry because it's an interesting show mm-hmm. that had horror elements. And it could have doubled down on some of the horror more times than it, than it you know it did. It yeah. could have done more. Um, but it had a very interesting arc. Uh, some people, and you, you know, the listeners have let us know what they think about the finale last season, of course, but were disappointed by the finale, mm-hmm. um, but it was a very strong season up until that finale.
1: And I think also what what it did for horror is it made it more mainstream, more accessible. You know, mm. you don't have to know everything about Stephen King, you actually the King don't, Canon, no. to enjoy the show. But
0: it's a nice little bonus if you do know the occasional things.
1: Mm. And it is excellently, excellently produced. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. It's shot very well, and I, and from looking from the trailer, we're getting like this, um, you know really nice look and feel to castle rock we Mm. talked about that how castle rock itself is a character
1: yeah
0: Uh, and it seems that this time it's going to be joined uh by jerusalem's lot
1: good old salem's lot
0: so that's also i mean that also was teased a little bit um i believe at the back end of season one i think uh the bus that henry's kid was going through he got off at jerusalem's lot lot. i remember that being interesting we're like oh what's going on there so now we know that this is going to be a, a focal point this season.
1: Well, I think this is going to be an integral part of this season by the looks of it. Um, so we meet two characters who, after some research I've discovered, a brother and sister um, yep. from a Somalian community in Interesting. Salem's Lot. Interesting. Uh, and there is going to be uh, some kind of, as you said, a feud between yes. uh, that community by the sounds of it and the Merrils. You uh, are like the yes. resident crime family so, of, of Castle Rock. So
0: what we know, uh, we're quite well read on the Merrills, aren't we? We are, Um yes. We're not very well read on Jerusalem's Lot or Salem's Lot. Um, no,
1: but I'm going to read it before yeah, it comes out because I yeah, think yeah. it's going to be really key to this. So, th- so the,
0: You've got homework to do. Again? Get reading again.
1: In a nutshell, uh, Salem's Lot is about vampires. So it's one of the more spooky supernatural versions.
0: Yeah, okay. So... Ooh. Riffing on that, riffing on the fact that we're going to Salem's Lot, riffing on the fact that we've got the Merrills who we know are in Castle Rock, mm-hmm. uh, and this new Somalian group, which are now in Salem's Lot or Jerusalem's Lot. Yep. Vampires? Are we going to get vampires this season? Are you thinking this is a completely separate story? This is a completely of its own thing? I mean, why are the Somalians there?
1: Well, uh, this is the thing. Like, I mean, they can be wherever they like. No, um, I know that, but I just, no, it's, just, no. it's just an interesting but concept, I, isn't it? I don't know how that relates. But if, if you think about Salem's Lot and, and vampires and that kind of thing, it's the concept of the other, isn't it? So I wonder how they're going to turn the the Salem's Lot yeah. story, yeah. whether they even are. Maybe it's something totally different. Maybe yeah. it's just about drug running or something. I don't know.
0: Well, um, interesting you it, said that about the other thing, though. Because that was something we said about Henry Diva yes. last season was the fact that he's the outsider. Yeah. And they, these, you know, these communities, Shawshank, all this stuff, hate the outsider coming mm-hmm. into their town, their small town. Because
1: it threatens their safety and their yeah. security. So that it?
0: idea of um, these Somalian characters going into Jerusalem, sort of going into Castle Rock potentially, it, and even Annie Wilkes, also an outsider, uh, is very a very interesting concept that was quite scary and eerie last season and it
1: it is scary and eerie because the the other is the thing that you know we talked a lot about this in season one the other is terrifying when you are so used to your your very tiny your microcosm essentially when things start getting too macro and and other things impact it you, you you fear for change and everybody everybody is afraid of the other in one way or another, yeah, uh, um, good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how they how they play it, um, and interested to read Salem's Lot, yeah, so that I have a better grasp. On... Plenty of
0: time. I you know got, you got f- you're about got at
1: least a month and a week.
0: You got about five and a half five weeks, weeks, six weeks.
1: I'm reading the Booker Price shortlist, Len.
0: Well, one let's of those books is just one those, long sentence with a those thousand down. pages. You got to get your Stephen King back on, okay? Because it's time. We have, you know, we've done so many retrospectives. <clears throat> In the off-season, I think we must have covered how many Stephen King adaptations?
1: Oh, I mean like six or seven this year?
0: Six or seven this year. I think we've done about 10 to 12 in total. So I've read a lot of Stephen King. You know, if you want to check out any of our Stephen King retrospectives, just go back on this channel and listen to them. We have a lot of fun with them because, you know, Stephen King material is really good. Uh, some of the endings are ridiculous. Some of the concepts are ridiculous. If you we've, fancy a you know, laugh,
1: listen to the Tommyknockers, mate. That, oh, is, that is a corker. I
0: mean, we watched the adaptation. I mean, I wasn't there for I'm that. I'm never but watching that again. It, you know, I heard bad things.
1: Um, um, one of the other things that we've done, I'm going to skip ahead here, Len. Go We've, on. Uh, we've done Shawshank. And uh, we who, have who crops up in season two? None other but Mr. Tim Robbins. Yeah, Andy, Andy Dufresne.
0: Andy uh, A tall drink of water. Yeah, he is. And that he is. We discovered that that means he's just a good-looking chap. Um, and, uh, and
1: as your notes say, he's just down the toad in Castle Rock. Just
0: down the toad. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, Shawshank in, um, is very close to Castle Rock. It's actually, like, geographically, the way it's described, usually, is just outside. Yeah. It's in Castle County. And
1: it's heavily, heavily featured in season one. Oh,
0: uh, I absolutely hated and loved the depiction of Shawshank in season one for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one being, it was great to see it again. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's horrific. It's like, terrifying, isn't some it? Some of the scenes in season one of the short in the Shawshank setting with the prisoners, uh, even with Bill Skarsgård's character in the opening oh. few episodes, and then what happens in that episode, crazy episode four with our with our good friend the guard, uh, which we're not going to spoil no. just in case no one's seen it. You know, it, the the depiction such a smiley man. It, well, well uh, very good little yeah. Randall Flag reference, you know. But anyway, it was very. Disturbing, disturbing scenes in that prison. And, you know, the fact that they've got Tim Robbins back is just so interesting. I'm so
1: excited. But also because he's playing Pop Merrill. Yes. Who is like the head of this crime, Merrill, the crime family, or the thugs, essentially. So they were in
0: Ace Ace Merrill's Stand By Me.
1: Yep, the body, Stand By Me. The body, yep. Um, but they also feature, you get them a little bit in Needful Things yep. uh, and a couple of others. They're on the periphery, but they, they run and, through a lot.
0: And they were mentioned last season. Some mm-hmm. tenuous links, some tenuous characters still yeah. tracing that lineage of the Merrill family.
1: Now, I've just had a thought, Len.
0: Okay, dangerous. Go on.
1: So, obviously, last season we had some alternate realities.
0: Yeah. Maybe Spoiler this is an yep.
1: alternate reality. You know what? That just occurred to me. I
0: haven't got a problem with that. Now, I haven't. I like the idea of like alternate offshoots and different ways of telling a story.
1: Maybe this is Castle Rock V3. Well, because that could be if it's set at the same time, yeah, we're talking about when it's set, yeah, that could be why we don't have most of our main characters in this because they don't exist in this reality.
0: Maybe, very good. Maybe, very good maybe point. not. I mean, if I like the idea of an alternate reality, obviously, that was you know, different realities and times and the schisma was all explored in season one. Um, definitely go check out season one and our coverage of that mm-hmm. if you want to hear some crazy, crazy stuff because some of it is very crazy. But Stephen King's stuff is crazy. I would be happy with an alternate reality. I would also be happy if we did see some characters from season one, but I also would like this to be a standalone thing. I mean, the only character like that, that I could see treading across both is Pangborn because Mm. well he's
1: another constant he's a
0: constant of castle rock that traces over you know well with castle rock season one we saw old pangers but we could be seeing you know young pangers you know and pangers is the best he was our favorite thing about last season Pangers is
1: the best um
0: r.i.p well
1: the thing that we what we might find is that and this might help us date it is that we get a different sheriff
0: and a warden of Shawshank, if we yeah. see Shawshank at all.
1: So we may be able to date it from that, depending on who plays. Very good point. The sheriff. Very good point. Um, and I don't think that any of the no one's been cast as that yet has or, or been or enough, because yeah. before Pangborn it was
0: bloody Bannerman, isn't it? So it Sher- is bloody Bannerman. sheriff Bannerman, yeah. So if we've got if we've got Bannerman, we know it's it's pre Cujo basically. So it's well, Oh yeah, because yeah. he gets eaten. by He Cujo. gets eaten i mean
1: bye bye bannerman
0: and if you if you want to if you want to watch cujo (laughs) please do go check out our cujo podcast because that was a lot of fun that was a
1: cracker i love that That and
0: pet cemetery and misery my three favorite stephen kings that we've covered just because they are absolutely hilarious i
1: have to i know for me it would be cujo brilliant um the tommy knockers because that absolutely yeah um cracked me up and um apt pupil. Oh, that, I really enjoyed doing that.
0: Well, that is good. It's, it's good that you enjoy the ones that I am that not there for mm. Emma because that's very important. The important news is, of course, is that you know we said Tim Roberts is back. We have this whole other cast. The cast seems excellent this yep. this year again.
1: People from lots of like new up and coming shows that look like they're really up and coming. The, cast, the casting
0: is always on point with the show. Yep, they have 100%. the budget. They have the casting. They have the directors. um I just hope that they can tie this narrative together because it does seem a little bit interesting that it's. Annie Wilkes, two warring gangs. It's going to be in Jerusalem's lot, it's going to be in Castle Rock. Maybe some season one characters might make a cameo. Who knows? Be so, interesting to see. And the most important thing is uh, we're going to be covering it from day dot. We are from five uh,
1: weeks today, actually.
0: There you go, five weeks a day. uh, We'll be releasing our first podcast covering Castle Rock Season 2. The whole gang will be there, or probably not the whole gang. It's very rare we get the whole gang together these days. At times, lots of us. Four, mainly. What I will say is we're hoping for a longer trailer in the coming weeks, which we will once again discuss. Yep. We are also going to re-release our Misery podcast in the next few weeks, so everyone can get sort of uh, that Misery storyline cemented yep. in their head. Get Miser- in the
1: Annie Wilkes' zone.
0: Get in the Wilkes zone. Ne- misery is available on Netflix right now, so and it
1: is awesome. If you
0: haven't seen it, it's like an Oscar-winning film, man.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So go, I'm going to be off reading Salem's Lot. Yeah, doing my homework.
0: Go do your homework, Emma. Yeah. I'm going to maybe go do some homework. I, you know, bits Definitely and pieces. Not,
1: eh? You can watch the film then
0: got so many podcasts to do emma but i will so watch i, I would i will watch the film you read the book i'll read the book and we'll he attack it together
1: between us we'll have everything
0: um but that's it for this short season two castle rock update podcast we just want to let you all know that we're here we're not going anywhere and no. we're very 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 much excited to cover season two it's been a long time um the stephen king retrospective drove us a bit mad at times um
1: yeah, you try reading them, mate.
0: I mean, well, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm just thinking about the one that really annoyed John was The Stand. And Oh,
1: God, I forgot about The Stand. I have
0: to say, actually, that's that's <laughs> by far my favourite, favourite adaptation that we covered. Uh, I made you read the book. The
1: book was amazing. I
0: made you read it in about, like, a week and a half, which and is ridiculous. And it is a big-ass book. It is a huge book. Yeah. I made uh, John watch the four... Well, I made us all watch four the four... Four miniseries. Four miniseries. We're talking... I think somewhere in the region six of about hours. six hours. I yeah.
1: watched the last two episodes on double speed, I'll be honest.
0: It is. And arguably, I know some people love The Stand. It's also one of our most <laughs> listened to episodes. I know people love it, but fuck me, that has not aged well. Uh, it is hilarious. Thank so, God for Castle Rock season two. Yeah, thank God. Uh, please oh. do go listen to that, actually. That's actually cheered me up. That's cheered me <laughs> I up might something. listen to that later, actually. That's cheered me up thinking about Just that. Just for a laugh. Um, and that's it. That's it for us.
1: It is. But we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Full trailer. Full trailer review, yes, and in five weeks' trailer. time, season two, episode one, Castle Rock.
0: And if you have seen it, listen to the It podcast. It's uh, uh, a very interesting film, very funny, very scary, um, and much better than the mini series that was created in uh, the 90s. Also oh. to say, The Stand, by the way, Emma, is being redone. I know. With Skarsgård as bloody Randall Flagg.
1: Yes, I saw that the other day. That, I think it's a great shout.
0: That is a great shout because he's great in True Blood and I can totally see that whole dark vibe.
1: we have got so so much coming up too much Stephen King and Doctor
0: Sleep Jesus too much there's too much stuff going on I'm
1: going to be a busy busy bunny aren't I
0: anyway thanks for listening guys we'll (laughs) catch you in a couple weeks uh, for the return of uh, the official trailer a Misery Recap and then the start of season 2 see ya bye bye